Welcome back to Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. The movie we're going to review today is a combination, if you will, of The Matrix, one, Jackie Chan films, some of Disney's storyline with a touch of Seth Rogen humor, and there you got everything, everywhere, all at once. And that is our action movie review. Spoilers. So this new movie starring Michelle Yao, we can look at this movie as a regular movie review, as a sci-fi review, but I thought it'd be best to do this as a action review. Why? Because there are plenty of action. I, and I agree with you. Like the way this film's done, it's like action, sci-fi, comedy, a drama, a whole roll mm-hmm. rolled into one. If we focus on the action, right. it's probably easier to grasp and understand our review right. of this. I put Disney into it because there is that element where there's rift between child and parent and where the child wants to be independent, but also be recognized his or her worth and where the parent is not letting go and being stubborn, but also dealing with the father or the f- mother figure, dealing with their issues. Also, they have felt like more of a, a touch of the alchemist as well in the sense of what you think you might want, you already have. Her husband, played by Goonies and Indiana Jones in a Temple of Doom star, Kehu Kwan. That was him? You didn't know that was him? Bro, I haven't seen him since he was a kid. Dude, that was him. I I thought he looked so familiar, too. Let's be honest. He looked a lot like Jackie Chan. He did, too. And this is not to be offensive. He has a similar nose to Jackie Chan. But also, like some of his mannerism when he was playing the, the tough guy, the alpha True. Also that, the fanny pack? Yeah. Uh, that was very Jackie Chan moment. The fanny pack? Right. Oh my God. Yes. This takes place where a family migrates to America to set a new life. To start a new life, they open a laundromat. One day, she's approached by her husband from another universe that's taken over her present day's husband or that world's husband, mm-hmm. saying that she is the one. She is the one to save the universe. She is the one that's going to make everything and make the sense of it all. And she's like, what the hell? Long story short, she does. With the combination of martial arts and understanding and love. But you're right. That is a very Disney-esque thing about her finding the love and getting the understanding and learning and whatnot. Honestly, I thought you were going to reference Ratatouille. Let's be honest. (laughs) They just stole the damn thing quite hysterically as well. I was wondering, though, because I didn't check the credits, if Bradley Cooper made an appearance as the raccoon. Like I said, it's pretty much an all-star Asian cast, except for two people, but mainly Jamie Lee Curtis, Mm -hmm. who... I thought was awesome. She plays an IRS agent and then she plays a, a, an agent of the main villain. I just thought she was going to only be in that one scene where we see her in the office as the IRS. I didn't expect her to be throughout the film. Well, you know what? And that goes credit to like a lot of the other characters uh, or the actors in the movie. Like you said, it's like almost an all-star cast. I was surprised by it because I didn't, I try to avoid a lot of the trailers. And, oh, me too. and I did not, I knew about Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, but mm-hmm. I did not know about some of the other actors. Like I was surprised right. by, and this is not a, a stab at them at all. This is literally their character name, Big Nose. If you look up the credits, it literally says Big Nose. Why? Because that's what they were called by Michelle Yell's character. 
Yes. They didn't bother learning the name, so that's how they identified them as. Mm -hmm. So I think that's genius that they did that. Oh, and Kill Bill, sorry. Damn, I forgot. Kill Bill, if you, again, if you like Kill Bill, and you like, and also the dog on the leash. Yes, big nose with the dog. <laughs> Everything's gonna, the video's gonna be titled The Nose. Oh my God. With the credits is 220 minutes. I think this movie could have been, with the credits, two hours. Yeah. There are some times where it just dragged. It felt at times it was repeating itself. And that was a funny thing. Like, for example, that third part, all at once, the movie breaks it down into three sections. Everything, part one, oh. everywhere, part two, and then all at once, part three. And that's very Kill Bill-esque. Yes. Where they broke it down in chapters. I think they could have just gone with two parts. Condense some of the things and or, just say every, everything all at once. And that would have been part two. All at once was more like an epilogue. Because it was very short. It was. It was extremely short. And there were some moments that were intentionally meant to be slow to mm. grasp certain, like the, the rocks. That was a very, very slow moment. Hysterical, but yeah. It, yeah. But like when they were just sitting there and you're just watching, it's like, it's just to slow down. So there were moments that were, you probably could have trimmed up. Yeah. I think they could have probably shaved off some time. But the only time I looked at my watch is when they were like part two. For me, I was like, I was like it's still going on. Going, I was like, all right. I'm, well, like, when I'm they hit part two, I the thought end. the movie was done. But that was also uh, for another reason, too. Oh, the way they, the way it ended it. Yeah. You thought when, her character originally died mm -hmm. spoilers again and it just cuts to a screen it just cuts like the end and you're like huh and <laughs> and then it goes part two but, but then, then we were like oh, I thought they were supposed to be well, right well because it, i knew it was not it because it didn't seem for one it didn't seem right but i was like hey i seen worse things happen in movies but it shows that it's, it's actually what they're doing is we're watching what other people are watching in the sense of in another world her character is as an actress that did that movie a sci-fi movie of what's happening in our reality watching that makes any freaking sense let's go into the action that's where i want really or what we wanted to do focus you now in relation to the movie the duration of action as a total is very low i will say possibly 20 minutes of action from a two hour and 20 minute film. Done very well. The first action we see is with her husband in the background, again, played by Kei-Hu Kwan. On the cameras in the laundromat, you see him, again, very Jackie Chan-esque, jumping over washers, tables, going into the office, coming back out. Then the next one is with him again, fighting off security guards. And to me, I have to say, that's one of the best action scenes in the whole movie, and in my opinion. one of the best uses of a fanny pack I've seen in a long time. Who knew? Again, that's something Jackie Chan would have done in the sense of using what he has on. On certain f fights, there are certain times where or movements that you're like, ooh, that's nice, or they got it, or they show you more about that character. And that was when... He's taking a break. He does a, a single leg squat. Yeah. That reminded me of uh, Wheels on Mule and, and where like Jackie Chan's like, ah, and he takes a sit in the wall, but he's using the opportunity to grab stones to put in the fanny pack. One of the best lines in the movie that made me crack up was when he hits the first officer with a fanny pack in the face and he, the guy flies into the cubicle. You hear the other guy. Yeah. Oh no, Craig. <laughs> and for some reason, when he said that, <laughs> I died laughing in the theater just the way he said it the tone <laughs> it's like oh no craig 
But yeah, right. he was, was going was to a... town on all of them. Doesn't matter, like man, woman, whatever. As long if they were a security guard, they were getting a fanny pack to the face. That mm-hmm. was mainly him, Quan, doing it because I have seen him in a direct-to-video movie. I can't remember the name. There's a movie where he and another guy, they're they, they're brothers. He's adopted to an American family, mm-hmm. and he's they're doing Taekwondo, and they have a Sifu because he's does drunken kung fu the story in that one movie is like his adopted brother is the bad seed and kwan is the good seed so it's kind of like that story of you can you could take a cow to water or make milk and if you take a, a snake to water it'll create venom anyway he's legit so to see him do that again it was great yeah he did have like one other and with jamie lee curtis and that was another thing about the fights that made him interesting like traditionally when you watch a fight scenes like their abilities are usually based on their physicality. But mm-hmm. if they're from they're tapping into the abilities of another universe, that kind of gets muted. Like Jamie Lee Curtis, they they're like, what did she tap into? A sumo wrestler and she's moving like furniture and throwing people around and for me, I was thinking Oh man, they're doing Batman and Bane. It had those, like, they're like, she's going for the backbreaker. Also like to tap into those abilities that they had to do something to shock the system. No matter how gross it became, there were or obscure ser- or, or obscene. Yeah, there were some ups. It's not necessarily kid friendly in some parts. That's why I say the Seth Rogen humor. You have one scene where Joy is fighting a security guy, the same one, the yep. ball headed guy with twelve inch dildos, and she beats one guy to death with them too. It's all bloodied, and then you have butt plugs. Which is later on in the other scene, which I thought was the funniest action scene in the well, movie. When I first saw the trophies, I'm like, oh my God, did they really make a butt plug joke? And then right. I, later in the movie, the scene that we're talking about, they were literally used as butt plugs. And then there was the other trophy that wasn't even designed to look that way. And it was like a bong sized trophy up another guy's right. butt. Well, but he jumped on it. But that scene with the butt plugs. That's the other way. I don't know how else to say it. It was a really good scene. Yeah. So and that the action it was very good with him, I the ball headed guy, and the and the other guy with the bong. The drummer. I call him the drummer because he came when he was introduced, he was like drumming on the desk. He reminded me of one of the characters in the raid two. In the raid two, there's a kid who's like that has a bat. And there's times where you see him, he enters a room, he's just like either tapping the floor or dragging. And that kid in the office is playing, like you're saying, the drums. They had that resemblance in the entrance. I feel like you're you're thinking of the girl with the hammers in Raid 2. No. Because I no, felt like the, it was closer. Well, I'm thinking because it's the guy. And he didn't really speak. The hammer girl was more like no nonsense where he will play around. He'll grab a ball and he'll hit the ball to the guy to either you know, knock them down or whatever. I don't know. The way he carried himself. This seemed like that. And that for me, also, when they were fighting, I almost just looking like, how is it going to fall out? Is it going to drop out? Is it gonna, is Eventually, it comes gonna, out. Well, it, it comes out by well. her. And that was another thing about it. The choreography throughout the film was very well played. Like, And that scene was a great example of how they did the choreography Like, because they slowed down the one moment where she like takes out how they're tapping into their martial art universe. You have Essence of the One, of Jet Li's The One, True. Where it's from multiple multiverse. And I just find it funny too, in the sense of multiverse, you have the S aspect of Marvel. They actually said the multiverse. Well, I don't think that's like a Marvel. Right. You can't help but think of it now when you hear it. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but two of the producers of the film 
are the Russo brothers. You know, so are they. Still, they is it the brothers? Huh? Who were the directors that had the sex change? No, that's the Wachowski brothers. So Wachowski uh, sister. Russo, yes, but I'm talking about the Russo brothers, brothers, the ones who did Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame. My bad. I got the brothers and siblings yeah. mixed up it's all good but the one with the dildos the one with the, the butt plugs that to me felt very seth rogan he did something like that similar to sausage sausage party where it became out of nowhere an orgy and we're like what the hell and it goes right back to the the movie and i was like okay speaking of sausage we should talk about the hot dog fingers no i don't want to talk about that so that, gross that was that so gross I, I don't know why that felt so gross it was used in the fights too. Where she blocks with the Jamie feet, and she right. fights with her feet and like grabs and uh, does stuff with her toes. It's because they got so good with using their feet rather than having hands. By the way, people, right. they're talking about a branch of reality where instead of having regular appendages on your fingers, mm -hmm. the, the humanity evolved to have hot dogs for fingers. I don't get the logic. It was really off the grid. And somehow just, when, when they bite into their fingers, it was either ketchup or mustard that would come out, which is also gross. Really gross. Yeah, really gross. gross. Did you notice also, because I, I asked him, I said, what? It was like a, a hand sausage or something like that at the end of the credit. No, I missed that. I didn't stay for the exact end. I, I Googled to see if there was an end credit scene and they're like, no. So yeah, we stayed in, but yeah, there was like a copyright and sausage or something like that, or hand hot dogs, something like to that effect, LLC. And I was like, huh? That's weird. And she's like, you don't get it? It was like, it was like, what did we just see? I was like, oh yeah, okay, you're right. I, I, I know what you were going to say about the pinky. That was straight up Kill Bill 2, where she's training with Pai Mei. And this one is the with the woman with the white hair, which is mm -hmm. another popular character in Chinese martial art films. And yeah, I just, I was, I was a little weird where her, the pinky gets a bicep uh, pop out. That was straight up uh, anime was, moment. She goes like this. And she just flexes right. and the, there's like a Popeye anime muscle that comes out. And then she goes like right. Batman style, like, boom, and starts yeah. fighting everybody. Give it up to James Wong. Uh, James Hong. My apologies. Almost jumped out of my seat when I saw James Hong. Because I was like, oh my God, he's in this? I love James Hong. He's a fantastic yes. actor and a lot of, he does a lot of typecast roles. I'm not going to say no to that. But when he puts himself into a role fantastic rules i love most of the movies i've ever seen him in i've seen him was low pan and uh big trouble in little dragon one of my all-time greatest did, films so okay did you as i did thought of that when he was in the wheelchair i i did of course i was like i just wanted like a <laughs> shut up mr button moment i wanted that too he didn't do that i was like come on that's a perfect opportunity to do that oh no and he's spoofed that before there was a music video where he's like low pan style um, and he's also done it in the ninja turtles episode i told you about a while back yeah, they did a, a a spoof on Big Trouble Little China and the Turtles, and he was his voice. It wasn't low low pan. I think they call it low Han or something like that. They yeah, just, I will say, and he was not excluded from the action too. It like very very little. Like he was an an antagonist. He turned out to be an antagonist because it's right. really like a three way thing. You got Michelle Yeoh's character, Joy's character, mm -hmm. who is the main antagonist. And then he's leading right. the way to try to kill Joy's character. And they there's a moment but, where he kind of wrestles Evelyn, and mm -hmm. which was hilarious because he kind of turned his wheelchair. They never show into, how, but the like wheelchair turned into, kinda... into like an Iron Man Transformer suit. It's like in the back of my mind, I was like, did he just turn into a sentry? You remember that old Hannah Barbera <laughs> cartoon, Sentries? Yeah. And he had the, like, the, the clamp arm from Aliens yes. too, And he had one of the grossest moments too. Third grossest moment. Where she oh, like, did you, which one? 
the goes like this, what? and then she puts it in her mouth. Oh, oh, he's yes. always having a runny nose. He also okay, had another. Did you girl, see that at the beginning when they first introduced him? He's eating. He blows his nose, wipes everything down. His including his uh, chopsticks, and then he eats yes, with his chopsticks. I was like, oh my god! Oh my we god. saw that too. We we're like, did he just really wipe his chopsticks with his snot rag and then start eating it with the chopsticks? And it wasn't even was like, like a good oh tissue either. It was a, just like a tissue paper, so you know it just seeped through. How many scenes can you think of? There are action. I can go down the line. So there was when you first yeah. see the husband do martial arts right. stuff, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Then there's uh, I, I I guess you can count the janitor colossus when he gets killed. Not really, because he just it's not really action. He just comes in and breaks the neck. Well, exclude that. that. I mean, okay. there's the of course his initial fight scene. Then the the fight scene with him with Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. Okay. Yes. Three. Do you want to count the stairway fight scene with Jamie Lee and her? Yes, because that was actually a good one. So that's four. The daughter with the security guards. That's five. Then number six was the 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 summonings of everybody to kill uh, her in the office mm-hmm. with the sex dungeon room. Right. They come out. Then it's the office. That's number seven. It was broken down to a couple parts, but that's pretty much going into the the uh, the trophies. Number seven, I want to say. Okay. Number eight is her versus her daughter. No, that's later. Goes into the main hall, the main area. Where she's fighting and, mm-hmm. and doing the the pinkies and stuff like that. Number nine is after she resurrects, she fights again. Ten is going to be the daughter because her and the daughter do throw some blows. Actually, before mm-hmm. the daughter was, she goes on the stairs. It's the stairs fight scene that you were talking about. In my opinion, it was long and it, stupid, it, with, especially with the, it the especially with the. No, it, it, I'm, I'm not. It is. Yeah. I'm saying the ratatouille, the ratatouille kind of thing they were doing. I was like, oh, I was like, oh. Okay. They really hammered on the raccoon. Yeah. Did you count the one in the office with the, the shield? Yes. I actually, I did like one too. The way that she used the shield was really cool. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. the, the thing okay. to emphasize is like when she's fighting, it's not always the martial art. Is she's taking skills from other mm-hmm. and applying them to the fight. But yeah, I would say ten fights. And later on, she was able to combine couple traits instead of just one exactly i think do we agree on the same two scenes so we both like the fanny pack scene was that your favorite fight scene it is my favorite for many things like i said we saw a taste of him moving on the monitors in the laundromat Mm -hmm. but then we see how this movie in a sense of the action sense is going to be it was very detailed you can tell there was time and effort put into this and that just set the pace in the action sense true that's why i like it and then my f- second one is the funniest the butt plugs the trophies but they're not oh, i say butt plugs because one was a trophy one was a bong i don't know that i don't know that, that was actually considered a trophy that's true but yeah the, the trophy looked like let's be honest that was a butt plug of course no yeah, no, they, no doubt about it but it was done very well too she's fighting you know it's a two-on-one scene both of those guys are well-trained martial artists the other one, the bald-headed guy, he's in also in Paper Tigers. I don't know where the other guy is from. I did like the one where she's using the shield. Some of it's kind of far-fetched where, you know, you're dodging swords. and But those are the two. What about, and those are the two for you, or do you like one more than the other? So for me, it was the trophy scene was actually over the fanny pack. Because okay. I was in stitches just cracking up. It, it was, and I count the, the drum beating into that one scene because it was no break. 
in between. So I'm saying all that as one when yeah. he when he's introduced until the end of the two on one. And then That's I, me, I think yeah. that was a fantastic segue that moved in and it was just great scene. I would also say I do like the fanny pack scene, but the shield scene with her fighting in that office actually was right. really good because mm-hmm. of the fact that she not it wasn't just about the shield. She did other things too that was really good. But personally the part where she's fighting and I want to say it was around a fountain, if I remember correct, with a pink situation. That was my second mm-hmm. favorite because that's when I was like, things are really heating up and it's really picking up and she's doing the picking. And then I, I, I'm like, this movie's off the rails. I think you like that one because I touched the anime fact. Honestly, like, and that was the thing they pointed out that it didn't matter if the reality was 2D, 3D, people were piñatas, whatever. There could be a reality of that nature. So I that was a... Yeah, they, you could do that. What was a fight scene you did not enjoy? Her and the daughter at the stairway by the everything bagel. It just seemed it was dragging. It felt repetitive and what they were talking about. And because it wasn't just not the fight scene because they were flashing back to the alpha world. They were flashing back to other things. I can kind of agree with that. If they didn't go into the world where that chef was crying and then... She got on top of him, pulled his pulled his hair to make him run after the raccoon. If they didn't do that, and then they showed her get on top of the guy because we know it's the same guy and making him fight, I think that would have been better. And this has been a little more comical for you. The same thing for the I stairs, can, I, I or can, I can go with that for that. There was a lot of moments that overall I thought were very touching moments, but they could have trimmed that down. It could have been cleaned up for me. And I, again, to go back, I love that the fact that they honored Jackie Chan and his work and his films. I like that where they had the touch of the matrix where I know because you saw where they're downloading or they're finding they similar to how they used to do and download information to Neo him learning how to fight again. The one where you, you have a villain traveling. I will say this because I did love the idea and this is granted not necessarily to the action part but shows that the imperfection of the multiverse travel it's like it's not like in the matrix where you like just need this and everything every time they get what they want because remember like she would try to do something it's all about doing random uh, random situation causes one act of probability that somehow connects you to that multiverse. Like one time and he had to she do was it. fighting the drummer guy, I think it was the drummer guy, and this is what brought about the trophy. They both mess up, and now they're fighting with like the hot dog fingers, and they're slapping each other. That's with Joy. Oh. She was trying to fight Joy. She couldn't. And we're like, what? And then Joy, that is, you know, you're tapping into this world where mm-hmm. they can't use it. I want to say this with Michelle Yao. She did such a good job in the sense of martial arts. Obviously, she was trained. She did several films, you mm-hmm. know, with Jackie Chan and, and Jet Li. And she was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. But Evelyn, the way she stood, the way she held her hands, the way she tried to throw punches, it was like, wow, this girl doesn't know anything. Yeah. And it showed that. I was like, okay. I was like, this is really deep. Because it's hard for a person who's really... F- skilled to look like they're not skilled unlearn your skills yeah but michelle did a very good job in that when you just focus on the action alone there was a lot of moments of surprise even through the action you you have moments like the end scene as much as we talk down about the end fight scene on the stairway there's moments of emotion that are done in that there's a lot of humor in a lot of the fights for various different reasons not just for the you know gratuity (laughs) But also for like mm-hmm. their fighting styles, and there's almost in their fighting styles 
as they come through. Beautifully done. All done in the same building for the most part. Because right. it's all in the IRS building. Yeah, it's really well played when you think about it that way. Again, I was seeing action from characters and actors that I was like, oh, they're just going to be a side character or a side portrayal. And I'm like, what? What? Jamie Lee coming in with a uh, double jump kick? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was cracking up the whole wrestling thing. I was like, what? Was she's like, like soups up and her stomach gets sucked in and she's like she's hulking out. She jumps yeah. in like Morpheus from the Matrix. That was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Between her and her husband. I got emotional. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I felt bad for him. Oh, my gosh. He just told him I would have a better life without you. Oh, oh my like, God. That oh. I hit me. That, that actually hit me in my soul. I felt that. I was like, I almost cried. I felt my oh eyes tear up several God. times. And for yeah. joy. If you're a daughter, you would get this. If you're a mother, you would get this. You should anyway. In one aspect. Mm -hmm. Even the grandfather, the moment at the end with the grandfather talking to, talking to him about that stuff. There's a lot of strong verbiage but emotion. A lot of people can get something out of it. Just for us, the action part. Now, based on the action only, is this worth the watch? For me, it was. I will second that. You didn't sound so confident when <laughs> you're like, okay. Based on the action alone, is this movie worth your money? I'm okay with saying yes. I'm glad I went to see this in the theater. Not to say in the theater, not, the, not that. True. I'm talking about like to own. I'm going to say no. I, I would watch this as a stream, but I don't think I would buy it. Just to, yeah. just to be honest. No, I agree. I, I would not purchase it, mm -hmm. but definitely worth my time to watch. I will watch it again. I'll if, probably if, watch if it again. Just with the, the, like a lot of behind the scenes on the DVD? Would you? No. Now, if it was part is, of like a Michelle Yao collection, like DVD no. or Blu-ray pack, I would. For me, I would. If it was a combo, it's a sale. I okay. would do that. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. The action made sense and it moved the story along. Yes. It wasn't senseless. We have seen movies where the action happens or like, why? Yeah. How is this progressing the story how is it moving the story forward and it did kudos to that for the people there was a couple points where i thought that could have been the case but it actually did help move the story along like when they first introduced joy as the bad mm -hmm. and she starts killing mm -hmm. it's like okay this is the cliche just killing the, uh, the security guards and whatnot but they're actually oh the way in, she killed them yeah it actually turns into something else and i'm like oh okay we're going right crazy there's a lot going on in that movie when right. they say everything I, they mean everything oh let's go okay I, damn it I, we always do this after We're, how hysterical was it with that go-go scene the go-go with the dog oh we talked about that but yeah that was so great was the dog named gogo no i'm just i say i'm referring to gogo because of the character from kill bill yeah who had the stain the still whip and she, and she apologized to the dog, too, as she's doing it, which is great. For me, it was hysterical. It was when she throws the dog, whips the dog, actually, just like Gogo does in Kill Bill to, to go after the bride. Yeah. But here is Evelyn. Evelyn backs up and cuts the leash, and the dog just keeps going. <laughs> the dog doesn't come back, though. You notice that? Yeah. The dog doesn't come back to her. The dog just goes, Phew. No, the part that cracked me up about that scene was, when she's like whipping the dog around, she grabs the dog back. They zoom in the on dog. the dog real quick and it goes like the dog <laughs> somehow got someone's mind in their dog and they're using the dog as a right. weapon too. That was hysterical too. So again, that is our review of everything. 
Everywhere, All at Once, starring mm-hmm. Michelle Yao and Quan from Goonies and Temple of Doom. If you've seen it, let us know what you thought about it. What was your favorite scene, action-wise? Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. Love you, bro. Love you, bro.